Stuff I Learned Yesterday, Episode 490, Pardon the Disruption. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Faith McQuinn. I recently took a bubble bath using an artichoke as a loofah and shared a photograph of it with the world. And I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share a lesson I learned from leaving my comfort zone. But before we get to that, here's my fun fact of the day and the reason why I took a bath with an artichoke. Every year at the end of July, Gishwes happens. What's that? Gishwes, G-I-S-H-W-H-E-S, stands for the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen. It was started by Supernatural star Misha Collins. Thousands of participants from more than 100 countries build their own teams with friends or are placed on a 15-person team, and for one week, they complete crazy and amazing tasks on a very long scavenger hunt list. Some of the past items have included dress up as a stormtrooper and go get a manicure, make a dress out of cheese, visit a children's hospital and put on a puppet show, find a homeless person and buy them a meal, make a painting out of junk food, find a bona fide astronaut and get him or her to play airplane with you. You get the picture. The winning team gets to go on a fun vacation with Misha, Prior winners have gone to Rome, a haunted castle in Scotland, an island off the coast of British Columbia, a pirate ship in Croatia, and a volcano in Costa Rica. This year, the winning team will be joining Misha in Iceland for dog sledding on a glacier, partying inside a volcano, and thermal hot spring shenanigans. But most people don't do the hunt to win. They do the hunt because it pushes limits and gets people out doing acts of kindness in their community and around the world. All the proceeds from the entry fees go to Random Acts, a nonprofit organization dedicated to funding and inspiring acts of kindness around the world. Gishwes has broken many Guinness Book World Records and also helped refugee families, brought clean water to third world villages, helped register people to vote, and a ton of other amazing things. So you should join the hunt next summer And then you'll have a great story to share on the Friday Forum. Friday Forum is your opportunity to share what you've learned so that other listeners and I can learn from you. It can be a message as short as 30 seconds or several minutes long. It really doesn't matter, just as long as it's something that will benefit others. You can participate in Friday Forum by visiting our feedback page, where you can type out a message or use the SpeakPipe widget. You can also upload a pre-recorded message or even call our voice feedback line at 304-837-2278. Here's what I learned yesterday. A couple of weeks ago, I found myself driving to the Frothy Monkey, a coffee shop in Nashville I'd never visited before. I was meeting Sarah, a film producer who had invited me to coffee via private message on Facebook. Sarah and I had spoken on Twitter once, but had never met in person. In fact, she came across my name by doing a search on Twitter for women filmmakers in Nashville. On this particular day, a Wednesday, I was feeling a little under the weather. Also, Wednesdays are usually my down days. I teach all day on Tuesday, so I take a break and then pick back up with projects and grading on Thursday. 
This Wednesday was also the first with my daughters back in school. I was perfectly content sitting on the couch in my finally quiet house watching some Orphan Black. Sarah messaged me a couple of hours before our meeting, and I was very close to canceling, but I didn't. I picked myself up off the couch with a little bit of whining involved, got dressed, and left for the frothy monkey. After finally finding a place to park, I walked in and found Sarah sitting at a table near the back. As is usual for me, the conversation started off a little awkwardly. We exchanged pleasantries and ordered coffee and muffins, but soon we found ourselves talking about what we both loved, films and filmmaking. I found out that Sarah worked for the Citizen Jane Festival, a film festival for women filmmakers in which I had recently entered one of my short films. I also learned that she's a member of the Nashville Film Guild, a rather new group in Nashville I'd heard about. She invited me to their member get-together next month, and she also asked if I was interested in submitting one of my scripts for their monthly table reads. As a producer, she produced shorts and a couple of features with budgets up to $50,000. She also has a strong interest in helping directors raise money via crowdfunding. In short, she's a great person for me to know. After the meeting, I texted my husband and told him how awesome she was and all the new opportunities she'd opened up. Good thing you left the house, he typed back. Yes, it definitely was. This wasn't the first time I'd been pleasantly surprised by something I initially didn't want to do. In February, I joined a team for the 54-hour film festival, a local contest that gives teams a surprise genre, line of dialogue, and object to put into a film that's written, shot, and edited in 54 hours. I was the team's writer. The team was mostly made up of former students, so even though it was my first time doing the festival, I was at least with people I knew and had worked with in the past. In July, I was asked to be a part of three different teams for the 48-hour film festival. The 48-hour is much like the 54-hour, except it's an international festival and has a few more limitations, plus six less hours. One of the teams that asked me was filled with fellow faculty members. One team was led by an actor friend of mine, and the last team was filled with production people I had never met before. I went with the team of people I hadn't met before because A, I would get to write again, it was the only team that was asking me to write, and B, meeting more filmmakers is always a good thing. I don't normally do things like this, I don't like working on projects with such a little amount of time, and I'm really nervous around people I've never met, especially when I'm expected to be creative. But in all three of these situations, I had fun, made new friends, expanded my professional connections, and pushed myself creatively. This is what I learned. Staying comfortable won't help me be a better filmmaker. People constantly talk about stepping outside of their comfort zones. Doing this helps you grow. And though I think this is a good thing, I don't think the wording is exactly right. Film producer Brian Grazer said this on All Things Considered. Disrupting my comfort zone, bombarding myself with challenging people in situations, this is the best way to keep growing. To disrupt means to destroy or drastically alter the structure of something. Why would I simply step out of my comfort zone? Why not alter it, expand it? completely deconstruct it instead. You never know what could come of it. Maybe you make new professional connections. Maybe you make new friends. Maybe you open up new opportunities. Heck, maybe you just fall flat on your face 
But whether your disruption is successful or not, it happened. And now you and your comfort zone are forever changed. I'm Faith McQuinn, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcast and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit GoldenSpiralMedia.com slash subscribe. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes and definitely share this podcast with a friend.